Last time on Knights of the Rolled Table, Sarsa attended a wearperson support group and First Knight Sora McIntyre arrived in town with an ancient book in a strange language, filled with illustrations that suggested the information could be important to the Knight's cause. The team successfully took a portal to the Knight's great library, where they met their old friend Celius and asked if he might be able to translate the book. But when Celiest opened the book to the beginning pages, everyone but Branch disappeared. Library perspective, there's a flash of light, and suddenly everybody's gone, except for Branch, who had kind of like wandered off into another chamber looking at all the books. Hey, guys. Timothy, the intern, maybe, whoever <laughs> seems to work for Celius, walks back in with some other books like, oh, uh, Chief Sorter Celius, I just wanted to ask you, I've been up in the fourth floor stacks, and I categorized uh, all of the uh, uh, bioluminescent autumnal fungi, vol- uh, Chief Chief Sorter Celius? Uh, hello? Oh. Uh, hi. I- Where did they go? Uh, Branch was hoping you would know. No. So, Chief Sorter Celius, he's not here? Uh, unless he is invisible and uh, silenced somehow, because uh, we would know, because he talks a lot. Okay, well, uh, make yourself comfortable, I guess. There's no eating or drinking in the library, and no open flames. Do you know how to read? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... I'll, I'll check on you later. I genuinely don't know if Branch knows how to read. <laughs> and that's what Branch does for the next some length of time. He's going to learn how to read. That's what that's that's the adventure we're on. <laughs> yeah, he's got some time. The rest of you have just found yourself in a uh, surrounding a very small campfire. You are at a camp. There's one person sitting at this campfire who uh, looks like he, he looks elven and you're pretty much staring at each other like very surprised to see each other. You seem to be in a forest. It's got a little bit of a creepy vibe, this kind of forest, but uh, you're in this small single person campsite. All of a sudden it's uh evening. What? Where'd you, where did you come from? What's the meaning of this? Boyo, I'm I'm sorry, but uh, I think you would have a better idea. We were all in a library, and and somehow now we're here. It wasn't intentional. Who are you? Where's my library? There's no library around here. So what you see is this um, uh, shorter, uh, well, shorter for an elf, uh, like uh, like six one, uh, James McAvoy looking, uh, shorter hair. Um, with with uh, the the pointy elven ears, he's wearing a a vest doublet and um, you know leather armor and um, some some armor along the arms and uh, purple purple and blue motif with a little scabbard next to him and a hand axe and um, yeah that's kind of what he looks like brown hair piercing green eyes mm. hello. I love an eyes are piercing. I'm I'm Celius. <laughs> um, who are you? Look, I, I I don't know who you are or, or where you come from. I mean, uh, I I know you just introduced yourself, but if you know what's good for you, you will go back to where you came from. Where I'm going, there's no coming back. We we don't know where we are or how we got here. And let's do you do you guys know how we got here? He kind of looks around and I was looking at a book. uh, He kind of gestures to the, the the forest that's around him. uh, And he says, you're in the feral wood. Do we know where that is? 
Zach? The Ferrowood is a location in the realms. I don't know if either of <laughs> That's you really have been helpful. there. There's places in the world that are beyond the realms, but the Ferrowood is definitely like one of the realms. So you've probably, I don't know that any of you have ever been there, but you've probably like heard Major of chat. So yeah. it's in our realm. But let's say that we yeah. had gone to Patreon.com, supported Knights of the World Table, and got our map of the realms. We could look behind us and point to it, that's right? Not a if thing. we were that's, supporting that, that is not, that's Knights not of a the real World thing. Table on Patreon.com. But if it was Knights a thing. <laughs> but that's something realities. we could do, right? It is something we could do. There is a map. Okay. It exists. I think it's free on <laughs> Instagram but or Discord. But also, it's you could pay, pay us for it. So the the feral wood, it's a incredibly dense wilderness wildwood that um, people go to hunt. Um, a lot of creatures live there. People usually don't live there or take up residence there, but mostly people go there for hunt or lumber or that sort of thing. To be clear, we were in the United Kings, right? Way over on the yeah. So so we're again that's a... Patreon.com. Well, actually, no. We're continent over. You were in Chesquin. You took the portal from the United Kings to Chesquin. That's where the library is. This guy's now oh, saying right. you're in Ferrowood. So Chesquin is just north of the United Kings. So we, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, really glad, glad we got this map available I'm now. Looking at it. <clears throat> yeah. So you're in the Ferrowood. Uh, I mean, I, I, I was in the Ferrowood. And now Are we you're still in here. The <laughs> yes. Uh, Listen, I'm tracking down a lead. I'm on a very important mission. I'm trying to find someone that I still think might be a- alive, and I don't... Uh... Well, I, quite frankly, I don't know why we're here, but, but we're looking for someone, too. What, uh, who are you looking for? Oh, he's a wee, scrawny little feller named Gravely. I do not... He's got a sunny, chipper disposition, and... I don't know of a gravely. Um, Let's take a quick <clears throat> pause to see how things might be going on and have everybody roll a D12. D12, you say? D12. Me too. Uh, no, not Oliver. 10. 9. 3. 12. So as you're talking, and you can continue to talk because most of you haven't <laughs> noticed anything particularly going on except that, like, as you're talking and focusing on this, Tiburon, you almost, you're doing this without really even thinking that consciously about it, but you're starting to give Celius a shoulder rub. rub. Um, just like, he seems tense and you just kind of felt compelled to loosen him up a little bit. <laughs> Continue. Thank you, friend. Uh, <laughs> doesn't stop you. <laughs> um. So... Uh, what what is your name, friend? Yes, excuse me. Um, my name is uh, Kulavar Faymor, but um, I, to my friends, I just go by Oliver. Can you tell us a little bit more about who you're looking for and, and how you lost him? I was in a, um, I suppose you could call it a, a, a band of adventurers. Um, my uh, cohorts went off to try to deal with a local despot uh, wizard that was petrifying people locally, taking their very life essence and using their power to amass his own. I wasn't able to go. I was I was on a different mission, and my friends went the way that they described it, as there was a battle ensued. There was a lot of smoke or fog, um, some sort of choice had to be made uh, and one of them didn't come back um, uh, a um, another elf uh, named Kila- Kilani when they told me that she was gone they told me that the wizard was defeated he, he went away but then she was taken with her into the mist or fog but <gasps> I don't I don't think I'm I'm I, I don't think she's gone. I, I think she might be still alive. And I've been asking around uh, people around the uh, outskirts of the Feral Wood, and they said that in the center, um, w- 
where we are now, you can tell that the that the that the nature, the the roots and the trees are, are corrupted. Um, and and y'all look down and you can see like that a lot of the ground and the roots and then the branches are kind of turning black and and there's definitely like this kind of um, almost like a like a icker uh, running through like vein like to some of the trees and they're they're not healthy looking um, and 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 Oliver says I believe that he this wizard his his name is Zaxior. I'm sure you've heard of him. He's very notorious. It's Zaxior the Zaxior the Luminous Phantom. No relation. Z A X I O R Zaxior. If we tried to like fix him, would you call it Zaxual Healing? Nope. <laughs> wow. Definitely not. Zaxior. If we argue with him, would it be Zaxual Tension? Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Um, as you like, literally the minute that you mentioned that uh, was it, Ki- 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 Kilani, Kilani, the minute that you mentioned that she like disappeared, Sarsa starts looking to the group and like with her like eyebrows going up and down and rise all big, like, hey, hey like <clears throat> just pointing, like, hey. is your tiefling friend well? Is she do you, do you need um? Well, aside from probably needing a little bit of uh, a little more whiskey, uh, brother, I I don't know how it happened, but I think we might actually be looking for a very similar uh, location because our friend also disappeared in the middle of a a fight with a a big bad evil guy named Malkadoth. Well, he wasn't actually Malkadoth. It was really quite convoluted and complicated. (laughs) And truthfully, I drink a lot, so I only remember so much of it. Well, I haven't heard of a Malkadoth. So you're saying your friend... You battled a different wizard, and there was fog involved, and he went away as well? Aye. Well, this is curious. And now we just magically show up right here with you. I mean, I'm not saying that it was destiny or anything, but I wouldn't rule it out. Well, it's not like... It's not like there's a lot of evil people out there in the world. I mean, it's mostly quite safe. I mean... The realms are safe. There's only the occasional, you know, uh, evil wizard or, or conquering ruler that comes along every once in a while, and and local armies and and such put them down. But sometimes someone stands up and and causes a problem, and and I guess those of us that are willing to fight have to stand up for it. I don't feel like it's as rare as you're making it out to be. There's been quite a bit of conflict in recent years. Bit busy? What What? What do you... The, the realms are uh, in in concourse. They're, everyone is working together. Trade is, is, is well. I mean, there's the occasional, you know, things like this, like 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 good good wizards and, and bad wizards. But oh, I what, don't know. what year would you say it is, uh, Oliver? It's it's the year of um, three hundred souls. And Zach, what year do we think it is? I don't know. We don't have a calendar. So equivalently, you would think it is the year of thirteen hundred souls. So we think it's a thousand years later than you think it is. No, it's a thousand souls later. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Well, I wanted an adventure. So what manner of foolery is that? Listen, I'm going into this um, citadel that Zaxior is supposedly, I I believe he is there. And if I can, if there's any chance I can get Kilani back, I I will risk everything. I was going to do it by myself, but if maybe our quests have aligned and Um, I'm not going to turn down any assistance if you want to come with me. Yes, uh, I, I think we will go with you. Can we have just a moment to confer? Of course. Yes, just a wee sidebar. Of course. I'm going to start picking up my camp. Sarsa, you have a little bit of, you feel a little bit of a tickle on your nose and you sneeze and a bat. <laughs> you sneeze and a bat comes out. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> What the butt? <laughs> you shouldn't have made fun of Zaxior. This is what happened. 
Okay, I mean, uh, guys. I didn't pick that name. Uh, so that's it, it, that's freaking weird, right? First, we got this gentleman over here saying it's the year three hundred, almost a thousand years before when 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 we souls. all know it to be souls. Whatever, time is relative. <laughs> Second. There's some strangeness happening with Tiburon and Slias, and you know that's a married man, but, you know, I digress. I, it's platonic! I what, what strangeness? What are you talking about? What? <laughs> a little lower. Randall, when he says that, you're like, I can reach him, and I might as well do that. So now Randall's giving you some, like, lumbar uh, yeah. massage. <laughs> I feel like I'm in my high I'm school theater class. Like, <laughs> and I oh, just okay. sneezed a freaking bat! What in the blazes is going on here? Okay, well, I've read a lot of books, as you've probably heard me talk about. I think we should be very careful not to disturb anything if we're this far in the past. Or perhaps Oliver's crazy. I don't know. Uh, okay, guys, that's enough. <laughs> I'm not crazy, and I can hear you. Turns around. Wait, I'm not Jesus. crazy. Three hundred. I know what year it is, and then you're the one that's coming in saying it's the year 1300-something. I... That's just bizarre. I'm just saying there's four of us and one of you, so statistically and speaking, you are in the minority. Randall, your hands don't go there. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> so Oliver pulls out and he says, can you tell me exactly where you're from? And he pulls out a map of the realms and it's similar to what you know is the realms, but there are some areas, some uh, realms that have different names. Some that are like the United Kings is not the United Kings. The Tetrod Islands don't exist. Like they're just not Ooh. there. Can I, wow. uh, I feel like Silius would probably know uh, if that map was accurate. Can I do like a history check or something? Well, or does it know? look like the map, like, from like the Columbus era, like where it's like it's a pretty new map. Ah, uh, no, but I mean, he means like, but like it's all messed up, like it's all yeah, the proportions. Least you can roll everything. history. Oh, natural twenty plus seven, twenty-seven. Oh, dang! Like, yeah, Wait, you were just my natural perusing the map room at the library, and you actually you were just there's a framed map that looks almost exactly like this, but that's a map that's oh. almost, that, that's parchment that is like almost a thousand years old. It's like very delicate. Parts of it are like burnt off. Parts of it are like torn apart, like decomposed. Like, but it's like this is like dead on what that this, map looks like. What I I have a map just like in the library. You're saying, yeah, <laughs> that's where that was. I I have a map just like this in the library, I, but it's guys. I think this might be real. I mean, it belongs to the library. My library. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on, guys. There's an easy way that we can see if this guy is for real. Okay. And he, he takes out his uh, broken electric guitar. Actually, he puts that away and he takes out like a broken banjo and he uh, <laughs> strings it up and he goes, duh, 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 duh. <clears throat> you're a musician. Monday, Monday, got to get down on M Monday. <laughs> oh, okay. See, he, how did he know the lyric to the song? If well, you said, you said the, preceding lyric twice and i just assumed that it would okay repeat. okay let me try a different one. okay that song's da, a da, bop. Da, da. i wake in the morning and i step outside and i take a deep breath and i get real high <laughs> and i scream at the top of my lungs i don't understand what's happening maybe it was just confused uh yeah, I don't know. This guy might be for real, guys. I don't know. If he's uncompelled by the power of popular music from our time. Well, regardless, <laughs> I I'm about to leave. Um, if you would like to come with me, that's your business. But just I know that this is a very dangerous individual. I think we probably should. I, for one, would like to come with you. We don't really have anywhere else to be for at least another thousand years. So Nobody step on any butterflies. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll I'll lead the way then. It's not that far. If from... we meet Zarek Dark Harbor, <laughs> no. There's <laughs> a one thousand year line of Dark Harbors that rhyme with Eric. <laughs> Zarek 
Barrett. Dark Harbor's a made up name. His, the last name is actually like Doofenshmirtz, you know. <laughs> oh man, what if Sarsa hooks up with an ancient Dark Harbor? <laughs> and Ooh. is actually Ooh. her own great 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 Incredible. I love it. Dark Harbor, you said. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Well, I haven't been there in a while. Dark Harbor is a very dangerous place. It's a port town, but a bunch of criminals and thieves. Anyway, Oliver has packed up his little campsite, and he sort of heads off into... You're on kind of the edge of... like You can kind of like look off to one side and see more kind of normal-looking forest, and off to the other side. It's, it's round about dawn. The sun's starting to come up, and so off to the other side where Oliver is heading off is distinctly uh, worse. Like, that's where the rot is coming from. And so he sort of heads off that way, and you follow him, and definitely, like, as you walk that way, that's sort of, like, the source of this necrotic kind of, like, rot in this forest. Like, things are dead, things are creepy-looking, things are way less green, there's more bugs. It's just kind of, like, grosser and grosser as he walks that way. And as they're uh, walking, um, he's he has pulled out this um, uh, from he, he had it on the ground before, so you didn't see it. But he kind of holds up this large staff and it's got a uh, bladed edge on the end of it. It's a big pike and uh, he's kind of using it as a staff to kind of walk. And it's this large kind of intimidating uh, weapon that um, he's it's got metal rip- rivulets around the, the outside of the handles and stuff cool looking um and he's he's walking he's, he's uh so i caught your name uh Sal- sally was it salias salias okay um i didn't catch the rest of you your names randall very nice to meet you randall yes cyrus a demisold pleasure i'm tiburon tiburon very nice well like i said i'm i'm oliver oliver what parts of the uh realms do you come from my band of uh, adventurers uh, have uh, nested uh, around Red Basin, um, south of here. The uh, temple that they fought this Zaxior in was in a place in Red Basin. That's where we done most of our work. Odd jobs here and there. You know, missing persons, monsters that need killing. Randall, you're massaging Silius again. <laughs> Will you stop Come here, buddy. It? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I barely just know to you. This is how we get to know each other. <laughs> I'm not particularly familiar with your uh, culture, but um, I'm not super comfortable with people I don't know touching me. At least I know Tiburon. Okay, well, fine. I'll stop if I'm able to. You so continue like, on. Sniffs himself <laughs> to see if he smells good or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. You continue on and make your way to the mouth of a cave seems to be kind of at the heart of this very disturbed forest area and huddle up kind of like over a ridge and kind of peer over because this is where you will be heading into if you choose to go and Oliver you've made it this far but like there's also a feeling of feeling of bad like you should not be here it's kind of like the more you walk in the more you don't want to be there in fact everybody make a constitution save Love a con save. Uh, 17. 20. 25. Damn, look at all you being not constituted and everything. Beefy and healthy. Yeah. Um, Silius <sighs> uses his staff and casts mage armor on himself. You all feel this like sense of dread, but you've all been through a lot as well. Oliver, you, you're very determined and you've been this far before you came here once before and were kind of like overwhelmed with i can't this is a bad place i'm not supposed to be here and like retreated it's just kind of where you ended up on the edge of the forest here that's when that feeling receded you all feel like that dread in you but you're all able to kind of like overcome it and kind of like the support of each other and everything encourages you to go on but you can definitely get this sense of like the land itself is saying, like, bad, go away. And it mm. seems to be focused in this cave. Get out. Gotcha. This is as far as I've gotten previously. I 
must say I it feels a little bit better to have someone with me. You said your your friends and your party had been had been here. Did they give you any indication of what we might be facing? No, no, they weren't here. They 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 fought Zaxio on Red Basin. Oh. I just I've been tracking him for months. I through sightings, through uh, information from the locals, uh, the petrification that I mentioned earlier where he would turn them into stone. There were some stone figures on the outskirts of the feral wood, and I looked into it. Someone matching Zaxio's description was seen inside the wood. So, I know he's in here somewhere. And I believe that this is where he is. Guess we'll all find out together. Oliver, like, your clues that Zaxior has been in this area, the sightings of him were a while ago. And what has specifically clued you into, like, this has to be it. This is where he is now with Kilani, is that the local rangers and hunters and people who have been around here say this necrosis, this, like, rotting in this part of the forest started around the time that he and Kilani disappeared. So you know Zaxion has been around, but also like this whole nasty thing lines up timeline-wise with that. Yes. So so as I just explained, <laughs> uh, it all times together. When when he left, that's when all of this started happening. So that's what that's what uh, led me here. So I'm, I apologize if I'm misunderstanding here, but so you think that this is related to that wizard, or do you think it's something else that? might be the reason they're all congregating in one place. Based on what my compatriots told me, that he was he was uh, trying to reconstitute himself, find another vessel, uh, maybe another body. I'm worried it might be Kelani. Well, this sounds formidable. Boyos, I, I think it's important that we all stick together, and even though Oliver here is a new friend, I know that we've got what it'll take to succeed and we can... We can make it through this as long as we keep our heads about us and we stick together. And I'm going to use that to cast motivation on everybody. Ooh. Or motivational speech as a third level. Yeah, third level spell. Five temporary hit points and you get advantage on wisdom saving throws until uh, you lose those hit points. It's good for an hour. Okay. So as you're doing that, you're getting them all psyched up and you're giving them a talk. And um, again, without really <laughs> recognizing it, Sarsa, now you're giving Celia uh, some massage, shoulder rub. And uh, Randall, as you're like, yeah, that's right. As you say, yeah, you breathe fire. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Is that I, something I should know? That your, your team seems very um, perplexing in terms of some things that are happening. It seems whatever magic might have brought us here might be uh, messing around in some way with our our usual ways. Last time we traveled by portal, I was burping bubbles, and Gravely was wood. Aye, our friend was made of wood. What? He's not usually made of wood. Try to be a little bit more... Tactile. We, we, we might be going in here and we have to be quite careful, so... Celius is quite tense. Sarsa, <laughs> it's nice that you're finally seeming to accept me after all, these, all this time, but if anything is going to tip me off that something's wrong, you giving me a back rub is probably at the <laughs> top of that list. I don't know uh, Randall very well, so the fire thing could be normal, but what what is going on? Oh, it's very not normal. No. Well... Unless I make a weird potion. I'm going to try and go, yeah, again, and see if it happens. Yeah! It does, yes. <laughs> if you think, like, I want to breathe fire, like, <laughs> you get fire. <laughs> He's going to look over and, like, there's some, like, rotting wood or something, like all the plants. <laughs> He's going to go, yeah! He's going to do it on the plants and see what happens. Uh, yeah, you do. You, like, breathe fire on it, and it... It hits those plants and they singe and crisp a little bit. They're kind of like, they're not like dry rotted. They're sort of like wet, swampy okay. rotted. Yeah. So they don't start a fire or anything, but like you definitely breathe fire on them. Like awesome. Tiburon, you're like, I don't, I think you're like thinking, thinking through various versions of like, what could have happened to me? I'm not wood. I don't think I'm breathing fire. <laughs> like you're just running through. Like I, I, I feel okay. <laughs> you're not super sexy. Yeah, more than <laughs> usual. 
<laughs> Regular sexy Tiburon. So as you all are sort of sorting that out and experimenting with newfound abilities and such, you see some movement down in the mouth of the cave. It looks like there's two humanoids down there kind of shambling around a little bit. Oliver raises up his hand kind of in a hold, hold up. Get off me, Sarsa. Steady yourselves, everyone. We might have some people that are acting as guards, perhaps lookouts. Do any of you want to... Um... Am I able to stop uh, massaging Silius? You are. As soon as you like think about it consciously, if you want to stop, you can. Okay. Yeah. No, she definitely does. And uh... She does look real tense and like it's kind of like relieving to you. She very subtly like wipes her hands <laughs> on her trousers. <laughs> That's more like it. Why don't we play this um, strategically and someone can go around the outskirts and make a distraction. We'll see if we can lure them out and then... Um, uh, Tiburon, was it? Maybe perhaps you and I can jump them from behind and uh, pull them out, tie them up so we can have a clean entrance. I could just go up and start talking to them if you'll promise that you'll have my back. Not like that, Sarsa. Well, I'm only thinking that maybe if there's more, we won't want to um, get them. We want them to come out of the entrance a little bit so we can uh, flank them from behind. I, I play doddering old man pretty well, despite not being that old. Oh, you play it really well, don't you? All right, what, what do you say there, Tiburon? You want to come with me and Salias will act as a decoy? <laughs> Is Salias equipped with anything? Like, did he did he bring any, uh, a staff or I've something got, with him? I've got my staff and my wand. They're always kind of, like, on my uh, okay. person. He cast I'm, Mage I'm a... Armor, which, like, as a as a budding wizard, you probably know that that's, that's, that's no joke. All right, Tiburon just looks at Salias and goes, all right. Just be smart about it, I. Thank you, friend. So I guess I'll walk down there. I would like to kind of ready uh, mirror image. <laughs> if if I do sense that they do, like if they if they rush me or something, I want to cast that mm-hmm. real quick. And and uh, Oliver will look at Randall and Sarsa and say, "And you two be ready just in case things go south, or the, maybe there's more that come out from the cave." Oh yeah, we're ready. You get the sense Oliver is very tactical. Silius, roll investigation seventeen. All right, so as you walk closer, they at first don't... Like, you're not really sneaking up, right? You're going to go, like, play it friendly to start with? Yeah. So you kind of, like, walk up and do friendly Silius. Oh, hello! Um, you're walking closer, and you're looking at them and checking them out, and they don't, like, look at you. Like, normal creatures, especially if they're on guard, like, would be like, hey, who goes there kind of thing. They don't really react to that, and you're looking at them, trying to, like, size up what's going on. And kind of right at the moment where they do kind of, like, turn to you... You are able to see that these two humanoids are made up entirely, it seems like maybe, or covered in. Who knows what you actually look like, but it looks like every part of them that you can see is worms. Cool. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, hello. And so now both of them start shambling towards you. Let's have everybody roll initiative. Like shambling in a threatening way <laughs> or just generally when a humanoid made of worms shambles towards you, like you can decide whether you interpret that as threatening or not. 17. I, guess, I don't think they're selling cookies. Should we just assume that mirror image goes off? If I see that, like if I had it ready to go in, in the moment of fright, uh, let's do initiative first. Okay. All right. Rolling hot. looks like Silius is going to go first. Then Sarsa. Then Randall, then Oliver. Yeah. So, Silius, yeah, you can shut off in that moment, mirror image. Is there anything else you'd want to do on your turn? Probably just back away a bit. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I don't mean any harm. Not a bird. <laughs> kind of take a couple steps back. But I'll, yeah, I'll go ahead and cast mirror. Image. They're definitely both moving towards you specifically. We'll go on to Sarsa's turn. Do they seem like they are sentient beings or do I get the impression that they're like something that's been, am I getting any zombie vibes or is it much more like this is a creature that's just different? Yeah. Roll religion. 11. Hmm. You don't really have any specific knowledge of things like this. You don't get like strong, like celestial, you know, uh, insight into this or anything. Like, you don't know if they're sentient they're, they're on their own or anything, but, like, logically, you're looking at, like, 
things made of worms in a already necrotic area feeling like they might be undead. <laughs> they might be they're they're solidly in the creepy vibe. There's necrotic magic around here. Like what you're suspecting, yeah. there's at least a 50 50 so, chance that it's probably right. I'm not going to approach them, but I am going to throw a guiding bolt on one of them. That would be a 17 to hit. That will hit. Okay. 14 radiant damage, and the next attack roll made against them has advantage. And they're lighting with a dim, glittering light. Mm. Uh, Okay, you hit it. It does that damage. Doesn't seem to, like, alter its, like, course. They're starting to kind of shamble towards Celeus. That one is lit up. Easy to see if anybody else wanted to take a shot at it. You kind of see, like, as your guiding bolt, like, hits it, like worms sizzle (laughs) it kind of has an effect of like hitting it and like burning away a lot of worms and other worms seem to like fill in to that area it definitely gives you kind of a notion that like yeah i think that thing might be entirely made of worms as opposed to like a person that is covered with worms like it was Mm -hmm. that was pretty unsettling to watch yeah i uh sars is not okay with that so she's gonna hang towards the back that that spell (laughs) that she just cast has a range of 120 feet so she can keep her distance pretty good plenty of room okay yeah fyi zach they probably won't be affected by mirror image from what i'm reading uh they're unaffected by the spell if they can't see rely on a sense other than sight such as blind sight, or if it can perceive illusions as false as with true sight. Worms are blind. They they have tremor sense. <laughs> like, well, I'll figure that out in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> that's Sars's turn. Okay, so Randall. Randall's gonna run up, and he's gonna come up to one of these figures, and he's gonna go, "Yeah!" And he's gonna breathe fire on him. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. I didn't do fire stats. Let's roll. Let's do 3d6. Fire. 17. Dang, that's a good roll. Yeah, seriously. For 3d6? Dang. Five, six, um, six. Yeah. <clears throat> fire all over that thing. You like hose it down with fire. Oh, that was pretty rad. And similar to the guiding bolt. You want to go to the same one she hit or do you want to? You should go to a different one because you rolled that without advantage. So you go to the other one <laughs> and you breathe fire on it. Has a similar effect yeah. of like burning worms away. You see up close a lot of worms sizzle. You smell burnt worm happen. The smell that he's aware of, yeah. Yeah. You see these other worms kind of like close in. It burns away enough that like the total volume of this like creature in front of you is a little bit reduced, but yeah, you hit it with fire. It's still walking. Now it's like no longer, it's not moving towards Celius. It's moving definitely towards you right in front of it. You have its attention. Anything else on your turn? Maybe just disengage and step back a little bit. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. You don't have a particular ability to disengage, do you? That's like a rogue uh, thing to be able to not like yeah, step well, out then, of. Yeah. Then just kind of, be ready so you then. can stay with her. You can step back, but it would get an attack of opportunity. Want to want to deal with that? Nope. <laughs> okay. Nope. All right. You're up there with it. Yep. And we'll move on to uh, our new friend Oliver. All right. Oliver's gonna clutch his pike that he has, his two handed uh, large pike, and he runs up to one of the worm folk and takes a uh, bracing swing against it for an attack go ahead and roll that not great (laughs) uh of the two the one that randall breathed on and the one that sarsa lit up which one do you want to go for i'll go for the lit up one so you actually would have had advantage on the attack if you want to oh yeah uh that's a nat 20 (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) baby nice (laughs) maximum use of guiding bolt thank you Oh, sorry, that was not in game. That was just Jen being stoked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sarsa would Sarsa way in the back. Nope, 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 nope. So and that's gonna be fourteen piercing damage. Woo! Nice. So you slash right through this thing again. Like your blade kind of like moves through it, cuts through some worms. Like you kind of feel it do damage, and it sort of like fills in. Pretty unsettling to do. Again, unsettling to look at close up. But like you're confident that you hurt this thing. So I will use a superiority die, but since okay. now that I've done that, um, I can use it. I'm going to use a crusher. So when I hit a creature with an attack, I'm going to move it five feet to an un- unoccupied space. 
Hmm. Um, so I'm going to use that to kind of s- smack it out of the way, kind of away from Celius. Cool. Well, thank you. So effectively, you like cut. So your blade is like a long pole with a blade on the end. Yes. So you like slash into this thing and kind of actually stop halfway and then use that to kind of like launch it. I'll, I'll <laughs> like, feel like like it has it has hold of something in the middle that's like right, thicker yeah, yeah. And, and viscous. And I'll just kind of like, 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 like take the base of it and kind of pull it over. So hopefully it moves the whole torso of these worms um, five feet uh, away. Not so fast. Fling it backwards and you feel the your blade holds in it, but it's also moving through it. It's not like a totally solid form and worms kind of go flying off of it as you kind of like fling it back a couple of feet and get in between it and Silius. Yep, that's my turn. Excellent. And that'll bring us to Tiburon. So which one was the one that just got tossed? The one that Randall breathed fire on or the one that... um, The one that Sarso made glow. Which is not glowing anymore, so no more advantage. Randall's in front of one, and now Oliver is uh, standing in front of one, but he just threw it back a little bit. Okay, so the one that Randall's starting in, uh, standing in front of, mm-hmm. he, uh, he lit him up. So Tiburon is going to cast a Chromatic Orb mm. um, and Ooh, make it make it a cold choice. one. <laughs> so cold orb. Oh no, we rolled a one. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you sort of, like, create this, like, orb in front of you, and you're, like, messing with it to, like, get it to be cold, and you, like, make the gesture to, like, throw it forward, and it's just, like, like, if it was a basketball, you just, like, dropped it. (laughs) Like, your (laughs) hands go forward to thrust it out towards the creature, but the, like, energy of it just, like, drops right onto the ground in front of you and kind of, like, fizzles out. (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh. Try saying the name of the spell. <laughs> <laughs> how does that help? I don't understand how that helps. I was, I was trying. I was trying. All right. I'm rusty. I'm rusty. Anything um, else to try? <laughs> I'm going to run. And since I couldn't defend Randall, I'm going to stand between the worm creature and Randall. Uh, run run up between them. Okay. So a bit of a human shield situation. I don't need to attack Nothing. him because I'm just going to make a very rude gesture at it. Assuming he can there you see go. somehow. Come your on. Your offhand is busy. Pick on someone your own size. Okay. So you're up there right in its face. Um, and that will uh, bring us to that creature in the order. It is going to attack you now that you're right in front of it. It's going to, like, claw at you with its two appendages. Ooh, dang. Uh, one was a crit. The other one was a 23. Oh, jeez. Oh, those are both going to hit. So that's going to do 12 slashing damage, regular slashing damage, if you have any kind of, like, resistance or armor or anything, and 14 necrotic damage. Ooh, but actually that's a little more because it crit. So that would be, uh, let's say, 15 slashing damage, 16 necrotic damage to Tiburon. But also, uh, while you're dealing with that, a worm jumps at you. It launches from the creature. And asks you to dance. (laughs) It latches onto your skin. Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, dear. Uh, six. Oh no, Tiburon. As long as it uh, so that away. worm starts burrowing into your skin. It's on your oh. like bicep, Ugh. and it starts to like dig into your body. Let me read a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please describe it at length. It's all right, friend. I'll cut your arm off if need be. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you got a worm burrowing into your arm. You kind of like don't notice in the heat of the moment defending from the attacks and everything because like you didn't expect it to hit you twice. Um, But like immediately after that, you're like, oh, that's not good. There's a worm burrowing into my arm. Going on to the other one that is engaged with uh, Oliver now, it's going to do the same thing to you. Well, that was one of them was a one. The other one's a 12. What's your AC, Oliver? 14. Well, neither of those hit, but a worm also jumps at you, so roll your own dexterity saving throw. Okay, that's gonna be 16. 
and you just like <laughs> dodging out of the way and then like you see the worm come at you and you just like smack it with your staff you like knock it straight out of the air nothing so that's <laughs> both creatures did the same thing to you and Tiburon and like Tiburon just got worked completely and Oliver just like deftly dodged everything no damage whatsoever okay and and I'm going to use a reaction okay to do another uh, maneuver called repost. I'll use a, a superiority die. Um, when a creature misses you with a melee attack, I can use my reaction and expend one superiority die to make a melee weapon attack against it. Okay. And add the die. So I'm going to, I'm going to attack it. So it, it swipes at me, dodge out of the way of the worm. And then I'm going to be kind of an upswing with the pike. Okay. Roll it. All right. 13 hit 14, 14 damage. Okay, um, and that will take us back around to Silius. Silius is going to retreat a ways. Let's say, well, what's my walking? Okay, I'll go. I'll go back thirty feet, and then uh, he raises his his hands to his temples and he yells out, "Psychic lance!" And um, I'm gonna pick. I'll pick the one that's that's uh, that's hurting Tiburon. It needs to make an intelligent saving throw, and it needs to beat a DC of eighteen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. Better be some smart worms. Five. It takes 22 psychic damage, and it's incapacitated Ooh. until the start of my next turn. Okay. That's a new spell. <laughs> nice. That's some Ramara action right there. <laughs> psychic she inspired lance. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty wrecked by that. It's missing a lot of worms. The worms, it looks like less dense. It's a little bit smaller, but also it looks like there's fewer worms kind of like making it up, and it also is kind of like locked into place. With your psychic attack, so they're like dripping off and like going into the ground. Sarsa. Did we take down? Do we have both the guys still standing? One of them is kind of wrecked and like locked into place by whatever Silius just did. The other one in front of Oliver is much healthier looking, but he's been handling it pretty well. I'm just gonna sacred flame the one that's uh, just about dead. Just to finish him off. Is that a save for him? He has to make a dex save, uh, DC 17. Nope. It's incapacitated, so I think it automatically fails that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would fail All it regular. Right. <laughs> because you're level 13 or whatever, your Sacred Flame does some multiple of the regular damage, right? Uh, so it'd be 14 radiant damage. So that Sacred Flame, like, casts down from above and, like, burns its way right down through all of the worms and it just like it hits it on the top of the head and starts burning worms and like moves down through the whole thing's body slower than sacred flame would really go as it just like roasts worms all the way down and you see the smoke and worm ash happens and eventually it gets all the way down to its toes and a few worms just kind of like wriggle off into the ground it seems to be defeated great uh, I'm still hanging back. I'll take a sip from my flask and just... <laughs> you guys are looking really good out there. I think you're, you're, you're almost done. I almost wrap this up. Nicely done, Sarsa. Randall. Let's destroy with breath fire. Oh. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Randall has no abilities like, left. He's just going to breathe fire as long as it works. I Yeah, why would I waste this opportunity to you breathe fire? You gave a new toy to Jeff. I don't know if I made you roll an attack before. I think I just you, said damage. You, you should didn't. probably do something. Roll a d20. Hmm. Maybe it'll make a save. I'm going to have well, it that make didn't, a save. That didn't happen last time, so I feel like that's unfair. <laughs> d20 and add your spellcasting modifier. Oh, boy. It makes more sense it. for it to roll a save, but I'll give it disadvantage because it rolled a 20 <clears throat> and a 2. So go ahead and roll damage. And it was 3D. Actually, here's what I want to do first. Okay. I want to reach into my bag and knowing that I have this uh, fire ability, I want to reach in and I want to find anything that I know is highly flammable, like maybe some some fermented vinegar that is a high alcohol content or a, a bit of lamp oil mixed with garbage juice or something. And I don't know if fermented vinegar is flammable. Let's think through this. One, I feel like brown water. The fumes that you that come out of your bag when you open it on their own might be a little bit flammable. So it's kind of dangerous to have open flame around your bag. But you definitely have a sense that like oily stuff and things 
you've got some stuff that like is probably extra oily and flammable that you could grab out. Okay, so yeah, I'll I'll think of like some yeah some oil that'll kind of stick and burn a little mm-hmm. bit, so it really stays on fire, and I'm gonna uh, put it in my mouth and hold yeah. it, and then I'm gonna like spit and then uh, do the fireball after that oh. to try and make like a sticky disgusting not just a big flash of a fireball but like blah when it spits a bunch of burning oil at the thing it's like oil and balsamic vinegar just for flavor all right roll uh 4d6 with that enhancement and we'll see what happens 11 okay so you do that damage to it and sure enough a little bit of it kind of like continues to flame and burn like it might continue to do some damage to it. Some oil is stuck to it. Worms look d- distressed. Uh, Oliver. So there's one left. I will attack it with my pike. Roll that. Uh, that's going to be... Uh, roll the 14 plus 4, 18. Hit. Okay. Oh, only four damage this time. Slice. All right. Slice, slice. And then I'm actually going to... Uh, I will position myself kind of uh, in front of um, Tiburon. If I saw that he was hurt, stay within fighting range, but yeah, you'd have to engage with it to like hit it. So you wouldn't be able to back out of that without an opportunity attack, but you can kind of move or maneuver around. So you're protecting Tiburon. Yeah. My pike has a 10 foot reach, by the way. <laughs> Ooh, whoa. Nice. So can you actually attack from I can attack from engagement yeah. range? Uh-huh. Nice. Okay. Tiburon, your turn. All right. It's time to mess up some worms. I just lunge at the, the one that's left. And going for an attack. All right, do it. Oliver is perceiving you as like a very sort of delicate sort of wizard type who's definitely gonna get like <laughs> roughed up. He better he better like protect you. And you're right, like, my magical friend. <laughs> you just like roll up your sleeves and like shove him out of the way and attack it with oh, steel blazing. <laughs> First attack is a ten. Hit. Second one is a twenty-four. Hit. Third one is a 23. Hit. Do all that damage. Slice, slice, slice. Cut it down to size. Yeah. Okay. Uh, First one is 12. And then next one is 10. And the last one is 12. It's looking like not totally like wrecked when you go at it. But by the end of that, like it's gone. So describe your whole process and victory here. Yeah. So I think Tiburon's going to go for like a slice on the right arm, slice down on the left arm, and then bring both swords back up and try and do a sword chop. Hit, hit, hit. And you just like slice it. It's in like three different pieces by the end. And they just like splatter onto the ground into worms that just like fall away and dissipate. It's gone. And you are victorious. We did it. Well, that was quite impressive. You, you, you certainly have your abilities about you. Is everyone unscathed? I'm fine. Uh, I think I still got a worm in me. Oh, oh, you do have a worm in you. This is important. <laughs> oh no. 